0: What's good, people? Welcome to the Big Talk podcast, hosted by myself, Biggs, B-I-G-Z-Z. You already know the vibes. I'm here today with an NHS key worker, someone that has been in the trenches, helping communities and saving lives, I'm sure. So let's get into it, man. Let's talk. So just for the record, what is your official job title?
1: Officially, my job title, and you're going to look at me now, is Clinical Team navigator hyphen paramedic.
0: Okay, sounds interesting. Do you want to just elaborate a little bit more?
1: So, background paramedic. Um, Currently working in the control room. So, we have a team of paramedics that basically hear and treat. So, depending what your presenting complaint is when you ring the ambulance, depending on what you'll sort of get a low acuity call. Um, And our paramedics will ring you back and triage you over the phone to see if you need an ambulance or see whether we can refer you elsewhere to sort of keep you out of hospital or treat you at home avoid admission and all that jazz
0: okay sounds interesting like so I'm guessing your job role can be very demanding then at times it
1: can be um obviously it's not like being on the road in the sense that it's more controlled environment um but yeah sort of recently with the whole pandemic we have been holding 500 calls waiting for ambulances so obviously our team's been quite busy ringing people back and either upgrading them if they're big sick obviously like self-care advice with the whole corona thing trying to keep people in isolation so it's more yeah self-care advice education home management that type of thing
0: okay cool so pre-corona how like what was the average call volume to your station
1: Mm, so pre-corona maybe it could be holding maybe 180 was a busy day which obviously is still bad because it's 180 patients within london waiting for an ambulance and um, obviously demand we didn't have them to send so yeah 180 was a busy day so for to go straight to 500 it was mad our staff has like let me think tra- maybe tripled we've had to get people like train people up yeah mm. to get them because obviously the idea is to try and keep as many people at home as possible so we've needed the clinicians in the control room to be able to do that
0: okay so as you're a frontline worker have you had coronavirus
1: so, I, if you ask me, when was it, I became symptomatic, I had fever for like two, only two days or one day, mm-hmm. Um, cough and just general sort of lethargy, shortness of breath, chest tightness and I honestly have never felt so rough. So like I was obviously in isolation and then I stayed off sick so I was off total for like 12 days before I booked fit. Um, and then went back to work but still to this day it's like 13th week now Mm -hmm. haven't got my sense of smell back so I would say yes Mm. but I had the antibody test and apparently it's negative apparently
0: (laughs) (laughs) apparently so it could be a conspiracy is that what you're trying to say
1: I don't know I got mixed views. like obviously there's something going on but at the same time my friend who I live with had the same symptoms um and recovered shortly before me but has been tested and hers was positive and we lived together and had the same symptoms and no yeah I don't know
0: okay got you so this virus is rumored to have come from China Wuhan on a black market where people are selling all types of exotic like so-called food such as bat -bat batty and um sharks and all types of madness What's your thoughts on like how the virus got here in 0.00 seconds? I like?
1: just, I don't know. I struggle with it because I think, all right, call cool, it's that contagious and obviously we need to have all these precautions in place. Yeah, I can go Aldi and like pick like fruit and veg up next to somebody and that's absolutely fine, but I can't do other things. I just, I don't know, I find it very strange.
0: Yeah, I hear you. What, so do you think it was just some crazy guy in the laboratory that just took home the virus on his overalls by accident or something?
1: I don't even know. I don't. Know. I don't even know. Like this is the part. I get have days where I'm like, does it even exist? Is there like another motive behind it? Like I don't know. Sometimes I sound like a crazy woman because I'm like getting into conspiracy theories and all this.
0: <laughs> what, so have you been like watching your YouTube or?
1: I've watched a few things and people have like sent me things on like Netflix. I can't. I don't. I don't know what. But um I've watched little clips and I don't know. It's just all a bit weird
0: yeah definitely for sure it is a bit strange it is a bit weird it is a bit woohoo so let's go pre-corona let's go back when people didn't have to queue up two meters from each other and there was raves and all these good things so i used to watch a show called 24 hours in and i remember watching this show there was a lot of predominantly young black males that are suffering traumatic wounds from like gunshots or being stabbed is this something that is real or is it just an exaggerated narrative that the media puts out? Is it a real thing?
1: Oh yeah, just randomly, like you'll just be like, I don't know, like two hours into shift and even in the control room, yeah. like you can hear the dispatchers shouting across because we have like obviously incident management desks yeah. and stuff. Um, You can just hear them shouting across, stabbing, bloody blah, 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 and it's just like random times. And it's like, why?
0: okay so i guess you've come across your fair show of incidents in your time then like
1: yeah so when i was on the road for like what was I on the road eight nine years i worked in tottenham tottenham edmonton so yeah, yeah. that was quite a yeah big thing um spit mad at first but mm-hmm. then it's, it is it's expected in a way like it's yeah. bad to say that but yeah it's sort of one of those things
0: okay so what was you working when the riots happened
1: riots yeah I actually yeah, lived yeah. there as well I lived in Edmonton um Crazy. and yeah so when it was happening I think the day it kicked off I was actually off and I remember <clears throat> we were like at mine and we were planning to leave at like 2am or something and then when we came out went outside to pack the car and I just remember like looking out on the estate and there was like not, no joke like a group of like 50 people that like all hooded up by the car. all this crap um they were like going around and like trashing everything and like banging on doors. And I was just like thinking like we're next. So I thought like the safest thing was to just like pile everyone in the car. So I was like, I ran my mum, my dad, my brother, my ex all into the car. Um, and then literally like just jumped in, no seat belts and just drove. But then as we were driving out, the police are like shutting off roads. It was mad. Yeah. So then we, yeah, I just put a foot down and went. Get my family out of that situation. It was mad. But my friend who I lived with, paramedic as well, she was there while they were like bashing everyone's doors in because um, it was above like the high street. And she had to, like, an ambulance crew came and picked her up and she slept on station overnight while it all calmed down.
0: So people were trying to break into people's houses?
1: Don't know necessarily break in, but they were trashing it and like, they were, yeah, yeah, throwing bricks and
0: yeah. Yeah, man, those riots were crazy times. I remember people were looting weave people are looting rice. people are looting anything and everything. But just to give that story, those riots, a bit of clarity, a bit of backdrop. Basically, a young black male by the name of Mark Duggan, he was from Tottenham and he was shot dead by the police. They allegedly say that he was involved in criminal activity. I think that's yet to be proven. So as a NHS worker, how do you deal with getting called to traumatic scenes and how does that play a toll on your mental and psychology.
1: This is the problem like people will think you're so cold and like literally have no empathy or sympathy for anyone cuz it sounds bad and I'm going to say this now it's a coping mechanism cuz if I was I there's jobs that I can remember that are horrific like things that you would like see in movies but yeah. like I will talk about them with a smile on my face and it's not that they're funny that yeah. like, there's no nothing involved it's just, just smiling now. I know it's mad. Because I'm thinking of a job and it's messed up and it's not funny. But if I was to tell you about it, you'd think I was sick. But it is just you go into like a robot mode almost. It's just like you put your uniform on and you're there to do a job. And yeah, you take it home and like I can sit here in my clothes now and tell you about it. (sighs) Obviously, like things will affect some people, but I don't know, you find your own way of dealing with things. And it is a weird sense of humor that you get that no one else will understand out of the service
0: okay got you so have you ever is it a common thing to turn up to a scene and you just don't feel like this person is telling the truth or the vibes just isn't right you're just like no this woman's lying like she's probably being abused or something's happening someone's not telling the truth there's something up about this situation does that happen quite often or
1: you definitely pick up on vibes like the more experience you have as well because um, obviously like certain th- the thing is as well when you work in the same area like you might go to a patient and not think anything of it and then like weeks or months down the line you might just be having a general chat with another crew and they'll bring up the same patient and they'll have seen a different side of it and you'll think oh okay and then like you'll sort of look out for those same signs in other patients but um yeah there's been quite a few
0: okay so like how do you deal with like kids teenagers the younger generation when you know something's up you get the intuition you get the gut feeling what is the process because me personally I'd want to deal with the situation then and there but I know obviously can't take matters into your own hands when you've got the uniform on how do you deal with it yeah so
1: we have like safeguarding and stuff um so depending on the situation it'll either be a case of obviously informing the police straight away or um doing like safeguarding referrals for social services to look into and investigate because they might already be known to them and there might be a key worker on the case so yeah, just this, sometimes it's quite difficult to manage family situations.
0: Yeah, I could only imagine that must be very challenging. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with vulnerable younger people. So with this COVID-19, man, you must hear some some Chinese whispers, <laughs> like so to speak. Like, what's going on?
1: You probably know more than me. There isn't anything inside. What are they We're the in same as you, hours? nobody... <sighs> Obviously, there's policies and procedures and public health England guidelines and all that to follow. But honestly, nobody has a clue. Wait, can I say? I don't know.
0: It's true, though, man. No one does have a clue about what is going on right now.
1: Exactly. This is the thing, because it's obviously always changing. And with viruses and anything like that in general, obviously, they're always learning things. But it's just some of it is mad, like... So as of tomorrow, I've got to sit in the control room with a face mask on, sitting next to someone that I've been sat next to for the past two and a half, three months. What's changed? Why Why tomorrow? Why not when you announced it a week ago? I just don't get that. But like they announced that we were going to have to wear a mask on the 15th, which is tomorrow, mm. isn't it?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Even on the trains, you're going to have to wear masks. Public transport, you're going to have to wear masks mandatory on the 15th and onwards. But how was the whole thing with PPE with you guys in the early days of Corona?
1: Oh, do you know what? Yeah, no, because the thing, so the thing is with this whole thing, so because I work in the control room, we've not been allowed to do road shifts because obviously they're trying to keep road staff and control room staff apart. Um, But since things have eased, um, I actually did my first couple of shifts out Mm -hmm. um, a few days ago. And it is crazy, like everything's changed. So it was a case of (laughs) wearing masks Two pairs of gloves, aprons to every patient, regardless of what they were ringing with, and it is—it's just kind of surreal. Like even the setups of hospitals, like they've got respiratory A&Es, non-respiratory ANEs, like everything has just changed. So it is a bit mad. No one, yeah.
0: Yeah, man, this is a new thing that no one has facts on. We're all learning. So you was on the front line with no PPE. How was that?
1: That's it, because in my role at the minute we're crew support as well. So. We had a lot of crews ringing up asking what PPE they were to wear so it was a case of like reading through all the bulletin. So yeah with like crew advice so they'd ring asking what PPE to wear mm-hmm. um, and I'm not even joking like within the 12 hour shift the guidance and guidelines regarding the PPE could change like three times within 12 hours so they'd mm-hmm. ring us and ask us a question as like a new mm-hmm. bulletin was being slid onto my desk and I'd be like hold up let me put you on hold read the mm-hmm. bulletin or here's what it says. Like it was mad, madness. Yeah. <laughs> Every shift you'd come in and there'd be like a new guideline for you to read through like 25 page document before the mm-hmm. first crew ring. But luckily they started like, highlighting the changes in blue and red, so it got a bit easier to just be like, okay, that's what's changed.
0: Do you think things will ever get back to normal?
1: Um, I don't know. It's just a madness, it's, yeah, mm. it's just mad. That's mm. what I'm telling you, I'm full on thinking like, it's supporting my idea that it's the end of the world. Mm. <laughs> I think it is. I was trying to live my best life this year as well. Like, and then go on holidays, like all the like usual festivals. Like I know people don't enjoy wireless, but I was gonna go wireless. I was gonna go Love Box.
0: Okay. Was you gonna go Afro Nation by any chance?
1: I wasn't, and then I spoke to someone about it and I was like, Why am I not going?
0: Mm, yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I felt. So what do you think about clubs opening back up? Do you think that's gonna happen soon? Or? Well
1: this is the thing. I don't know. My main Co is Jim, <laughs> so I'm not really fussed about anything else. But I think it's going to be a case of like one in, one out.
0: Were you saying like one person in a rave at a time or something? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> no, I was in like max capacity of like 20. So.
0: Imagine a 20 man rave. That's crazy. But people might just have to go back to the old days and start having house parties again.
1: But I don't know, what are the rules? Because obviously, like, you get fined for going in someone's house now that you don't live with.
0: Yeah, but if there's no raves on by 2021, people are just going to be sick and tired of it, man. Honestly.
1: People already are.
0: Yeah, man. People need a bit of excitement in their life. But the next thing, how are are the them going to secure wines now at raves?
1: Oh, I don't know. (laughs) You're going to have to improvise. I don't know.
0: You're going to have to improvise.
1: There's got to be a way. No. Just loads of like anti bac like spray. I don't know. You're just gonna have to spray every thirty seconds or something. Spray Depends how good bun. the wine is, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't know the official reason, but why were China and like Japan and stuff, why were they wearing masks for like years? Why is it a thing? Like what do they know? But that's gonna be us now especially that people are just gonna be so paranoid i know but like yeah why were they wearing them like genuinely does anyone know it was just like a known thing that that's what their culture did but why
0: yeah if you know the answer comment in the comment section please we need to know
1: (laughs) there have been some good memes that have come out of this though i'm not gonna lie
0: (laughs) yeah them them memes were cracking me up so what phase are we in at the moment in the uk do you know
1: I don't know, but they were talking about a spike. And like I don't, to my knowledge, it hasn't technically happened. Mm -hmm. I know obviously they're saying about like it's obligatory to wear masks now, but with all these protests, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think Um, it's all planned.
0: Let's get to the Black Lives Matter protests. Everybody's in the same place. It's like a mini festival or even like an actual festival. People are standing side by side, shouting, spitting, all the rest of it. Do you think there's going to be another spike?
1: I just, I don't know. It's just all is like, I'm trying to speak without sounding crazy. I just think it's all planned. Like, I feel like, you know that, have you seen the film Maze Runner? No. You should watch it. So it's basically like, I don't, I can't explain how it starts, but this guy gets dropped in this maze and it's like run by this. People who like really understand films and like get into it are going to be like, what's she chatting about? That's not what it is. But... My interpretation is basically like they're being controlled by like this. It's not even a cult. I don't know what it is. Um, But they just control every movement and they're like watching them. It's kind of like Big Brother. And I just feel like that's what's happening.
0: Mm. Yeah, man. Films definitely always have an element of truth that relate to reality. And I think that's why we even watch them in the first place. Because we can relate to them in some shape or form. So yeah, you're. Probably Mate, am I about right. to
1: lose my job and get sectioned?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're a joke, so like, and what do you think about a vaccine? You think that's happening soon? Or... Oh,
1: you the vaccine. vaccine. I, I don't know. Need some, need some I just don't know, and I, like, I just don't know about these antibody tests either. Because I had mine, and I was negative, mm-hmm. which means that I never had it, and I'm not immune to it. But then my best friend who I live with, who you have had like symptoms. You had symptoms, symptoms, yeah, yeah. But... You don't have it? I ticked every box, but but apparently I never had it. But my friend also ticked every box and apparently she had it and she's positive. So I'm thinking, I'm not joking, like me and this girl live in the same house. We do everything together. How has she had it and I haven't? Yeah, I was symptomatic. I just don't know, mate.
0: Interesting. So you think the tests are a bit unreliable, a bit fake in a way?
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But they do say they're like, what, 70% accurate. So maybe mine was like 30%. something. Exactly. Sort it out. I don't. I just. I. I don't know. There's something not right. Can feel it in my waters. In your waters. <laughs> is that like a northern <laughs> <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. In your I Can feel it. Okay, yeah. No. I don't That's know. Crazy. They need
0: to be more accurate with that
1: because that is like fucking people. Well. Yeah. It just. It's not. Ad- there's something that isn't adding up. It just doesn't. I don't know. I feel like there's just.
0: Think Boris had it. Do you think these celebrities? Oh, had it? Boris. I've heard, I've heard that celebrities <laughs> and people have
1: been paid. I'm telling you. Forever. No, okay. Yes. So, I heard something like, as well. So, people that die. This is the thing, as well. The death rate. So, I call a hell of a load of people have died during COVID. But, what is the normal death rate prior to COVID? Like, how different is it? And also, I've heard that like doctors I'm not saying this is factual, this is what I've heard Doctors are having To put on the death certificates That the cause was COVID And they get Paid for more For doing it potentially, I don't know how accurate That is, so like, all you GPs Like sorry if it's not true But that's what I've heard So I feel like it's a numbers thing
0: Yeah, definitely could be um, So since the Black Lives Matter protest Has been happening, have you had an influx of calls
1: um not that i can say but like i say this last week i was on the road so i wouldn't necessarily know about the call volume but i know obviously there's been warnings um and they've had like staff working in the events we all class it as an event um like on standby just in case but i don't really know much about what happened there obviously i've seen The police, like a lot of media, about the police treating certain people that have become injured. Um, but no, I don't really know much to comment on that.
0: Okay, Fez. When COVID nineteen was first announced, I remember on the news there was doctors, paramedics, nurses. They were saying they were in fear of saying that they have symptoms because they were scared of maybe losing their jobs or being, you know, sent home and maybe not receiving any pay. Is Do you think that's something to do with systemic racism? And have you witnessed any systemic racism whilst working for the NHS?
1: Witnessed, no.
0: Okay, so you haven't witnessed any systemic racism. Do you have any black friends at work? Yeah. Okay, cool. So has that person ever come to you and mentioned any issues to you?
1: They haven't mentioned issues. There's obviously like little things, not necessarily related to any of this, Um that we might chat about just as a general conversation, but I've never had a conversation with someone that's been like, oh yeah, like like an actual issue.
0: Okay, but do you like see any type of vibes or any?
1: I don't, but then I might be quite naive.
0: Okay, so in the senior positions in your division, how many of them are ethnic minorities?
1: In the senior positions? Yeah. Um. In... My setting. Who do I report to?
0: Okay, yeah. What is the ethnic background of that person, that your manager, who you report to? Oh, white
1: oh, Brit. Oh, Irish. White Irish or oh, okay. <laughs> white British.
0: Okay, cool. And do you ever have to go into like board meetings or staff meetings with the seniors that are in higher positions?
1: We can do. I'm just trying to think. At the same time, you're asking me these questions, like percent wise, like it's it's obviously. So, in my position, my exact role, there is one black female in my position. So, let me try and think. So, there's four. So, maybe 20 of us. And there's one that's black, yeah.
0: Mm, okay. So, that's, like, very, very disproportionate. Like, is there any other ethnic minorities in your team?
1: Uh, no... It's real. The system. Oh, okay. No, you're making me. No, I'm trying it's to. Real. But <sighs> mm. it happens. It happens. It does. I'm not denying that. I'm just trying to think. Mm. Yeah, there's one. But then, yeah.
0: Okay. So, like, interesting. Do you have any theory to why this may be the case? Why this may be happening? It's,
1: like, I don't know. Obviously, what happens behind the scenes? Like, how many? of like certain like racist cultures that are actually applying for these jobs or even interested in it or like I don't know why not why do they not want to do it or why have I don't know I don't know I don't know the numbers this Mm -hmm. is a thing
0: okay yeah I understand so you don't know enough facts about the situation to make a comment an official comment got you so let's talk about these PPE masks which ones are, are just fashion items and which ones are actually protecting us from this virus
1: it depends in what sense you're talking. Like, there's obviously the surgical masks, and that's help. like a. Yeah. Obviously, that's what they wear for like ops and stuff. So, there's got to be some science behind it. So, mask, And then, obviously, we have the big Darth Vader masks, which oh, I'm yeah. not suggesting. I'm not suggesting that anyone rocks. Like, being in the control room, I've got a newfound respect for crews. Like, yeah. when they're ringing me and I'm like, I can't hear you. And I've yeah, like, got yeah. a mask on. Well, it's like. <laughs> now I understand it feels like you're being suffocated
0: yeah same I had to stop wearing my mask it was just getting too suffocating I couldn't breathe I was just like nah can't do it forget it so what about eight o'clock man was you was you lapping up all the love people were giving the NHS where there was clapping hitting pans the whole nine, Oh, like... that
1: was kind of an awkward time <laughs> Cause like my shifts are seven till seven, and it takes me almost an hour to get home. Yeah. So there was one day, like, I timed it well. Like sometimes I would like go round and round my little cul-de-sac just yeah. to avoid getting out at eight. But this one time I was tired and I forgot, and I pulled up at like three minutes to eight or something. Yeah. So as I was getting out, I was getting my bags, and then everyone started coming out of the house. And obviously I'm stood there in my uniform, yeah. so like my whole street is like clapping as I'm walking to my front door. It's awkward. I <laughs> was well, such bad timing. Yeah, it's like That's paparazzi. It. I don't know how slabs do it. <laughs> that <laughs> no, is awkward
0: yeah that does sound just a little bit awkward man people at your gate you just want to go in your house and then people are patting your back and like hitting pans yeah 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 well okay cool man let's leave it like that on that positive vibe big up to the anonymous nhs worker big up to the nhs service you guys were out there saving lives on the front line you gotta give it up for that and um let's stay safe stay covid free Thanks for listening, it's your boy Bigs B I G Z Z and we're out pe